0: credible, thoughtful discussion without the partisan outrage. This is the Loving Liberty Radio Network.
1: Flat plus it's machine washable.
0: Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh,
2: new conservative voice, The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. And that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. Right here over the largest talk platform in the nation. And that is Red State Talk Radio. We are the CL Bryant show? I am CL Bryant. And hey, folks, it is a great day in the USA. I want to thank all of our terrestrial stations who replay the show uh, daily throughout the Fruited Plains, along with Loving Liberty, who has invited us into their family too. And by the way, if you're traveling through Times Square, be sure to look up above Ripley's, Ripley's, believe it or not. And the Red State Talk billboard is right there above Ripley's, believe it or not. And the C.L. Bryan Show every hour, 24 hours a day does pop up for about 15 seconds there in Times Square, 24 hours a day. And O.C.L.'s face is looking right back at you. Hey, folks, uh, listen. I have a a very special guest here with me today, and to set this up, let me just say this before I bring on my special guest today. Listen, Americans, before we get all racially ginned up in regard to uh, the shootings in El Paso, Dayton, Ohio, and uh, of course, the the shooting last week out in California, uh, before we get all racially ginned up about that, uh, don't allow yourselves to think for one minute or believe for one second that evil and crazy have colors. It does not. However, the progressive liberal media will be trying to get you to buy into the crazy white manifesto, uh, that is, uh, happening on, I guess on a major scale throughout America where white men are now absolutely losing their minds and, uh, uh Pulling triggers on innocent Americans. It's not Trump's fault. In other words, is what I'm saying to you. And on, to, on with me to talk about that, and that's going to be sort of a, a, a silver line through this conversation here today, is my good friend, and he also is Special Agent uh, Jonathan Gilliam, former Navy SEAL, and he hasn't been on with me for a while, but he's been busy. He's been taking care of business with good friends of mine like David Webb, who, Michelle, we got to get him on real soon and uh, talk to him as as well but now help me welcome back to the show author and great american Jonathan T Gillum thank you so much for being on with me brother how you been
0: Hey buddy listen I, before i even get started before i even get started i have to tell you not to not to uh, jump past uh, your producer your great producer Michelle But I happen to have David Webb right here with me because we just got through doing his show, and I figured you might want to say hello to him real quick. So I'm going to pass the phone over to David Webb. Hold on one second
2: david A-C-L-O-Y. webb i'm doing fantastic my good friend david webb Always hey listen folks this is an absolute bonus to have david webb on with us of the david webb show serious patriot xm and jonathan t many times host that show when david steps out so great to have you on with me david G- michelle is going to schedule you uh for next week i hope you're game for that i know you're always up for it how you been I'm always game when Michelle calls. I just answer and say yes, ma'am. Whatever it is, uh, I just I just can't get away from this Gilliam guy, man. I went down to Florida on the other side of I-10 for view, and oh, you know, there he is, John. So I said, "Come on up. We'll do it from my Miami studio." But uh, no, look, these are serious issues, as I know you guys are about to get into. Well, David, and, uh, we've got to get the American people on the right track absolutely right absolutely right folks you're hearing one of the preeminent voices in america today and that is david webb and we're going to have him on next week hey listen man great talking to you god bless you and god keep you keep up the good fight i know that you will and uh hey we'll talk to you michelle's going to hook that up thank you so much for for coming on with me for the cameo you got it god bless you you here's jonathan Hey, John- brother. hey Jonathan so T thank we, you so much got- for that great listen you and I are southern boys uh, now David David's from up there in the north but but you and I would know what I'm fixing to say thank you for the gravy on my rice brother
0: <laughs> you <laughs> I love that I love that you know why because I've been eating at Cracker Barrel on this long trip and it's the one place I can get gravy and rice or gravy and gra- I mean it's and, and uh, what's the other one that I 'm constantly eating is fried chicken livers i don't get that anywhere else
2: <laughs> absolutely well hey man we got some fish to fry here let's do it uh, you know Jonathan uh, I, I opened the show by saying that cr- evil and crazy uh, they just don't have a color and uh, or a skin tone but it looks as though the progressive liberal media and even some in uh, the, the regular regular media I was looking at Carl Rove just a little bit ago uh, they're they're trying to paint this as though they're some epidemic of uh, manifestos being written by uh, white men in this country, and they, that's causing them to open fire. David, you, uh, uh, Jonathan, you've got to talk to us about this. What's happening? What's going on with all of this lunacy? And is it really a product of progressive social movement, socialism movement in this country? Talk to us.
0: Well, that's what it is. Uh, so, here, David and I were um, eating breakfast yesterday. And I look up, and on the TV, there's Beto O'Rourke and Jake Tapper, and then it was followed by another politician on the left, another politician. Eventually, last night before I went to bed, uh, Elizabeth Warren blew it out the water with uh, her tweet calling this white nationalism, and that that should be designated as a terrorist um, uh, case. uh, And and so the, the reality is, um, as I discussed earlier today on David's show, is that there are uh, 266 violations that the FBI looks at. There's uh, 266, one for white, uh, white extremists and one for black extremists. Um, there's, al- there's also other ways of identifying this, but they use the color of skin as an identifier, not as uh, a motivator. Not as because you can't really tie that to it. There are white uh, people who, uh, if, if, if we were going to say white nationalism is a racial thing, then everybody that's ever sworn an oath to the Constitution in the military and law enforcement uh, or in Congress, for that matter, are racists. So there, we can't label that. So what they do is 266, there's two different um, uh, categories in that violation. One is for white extremists, one is for black extremists. Those are identifiers. And then the 100 Uh, violations are going to be for white extremist groups and uh, black extremist groups none of this has anything to do whatsoever uh, as far as white nationalism and stuff goes with the two shooters from this weekend the guy in ohio the reason why you're not hearing that it talks about it at all hardly on tv is because that guy was a blatant leftist a supporter of antifa he uh, supported elizabeth warren and he was gay. And
1: wow. they're not going to
0: talk about that. Wow. Now, the El Paso shooter, when you look th- – w- yeah, when you look through his manifesto, which I have, he's – the only time he references race, he, he says race about four or five times in there, he's talking about uh, how he believes that race uh, should be – everybody's race, diversity, he uses the word diversity, should be um, – kept in place because he feels that government and uh, corporations are trying to get rid of race so they can control people. Now, that's not white supremacy. That's not white power. Wow. So, th- none of the stuff that they're saying in there has anything to do with skinheads or Nazis or white s- supremacy or white power. Had n- There's nothing in that manifesto that talks about white power. And the reason why he sh- picked Mexicans was because he's trying to send a message to get Mexicans to leave, and you're it's going to blow your mind if you read the manifesto. That's what you'll see, because he believes, as AOC would say, we have too many people in this country. And he believes that if you get people to leave, then we will have universal health care and we will have economic equality. It can't happen because we have too many people here.
2: Now, folks, would you now, have gotten right, would you have gotten this type of clarity anywhere else? You're not getting it on Fox News, and you know that you're not gonna get it on CNN. That is why you tune into platforms like Red State, like Sirius XM Patriot, like of course some shows on Fox News. But you would not have heard that and I encourage you to read it for yourself, my special guest is Jonathan T. Gillum, who is the author of Sheep No More. But you will be sheep if you don't read and study these things for yourself and follow us here on radio uh, like you're hearing here today throughout the Fruited Plains. Jonathan, you you touched on something that I just got to get your opinion on now uh, because uh, four years ago I was doing Empower segments in Baltimore, Maryland. And when you talk about uh, those who are being used as pawns of the Left. Elijah Cummings is certainly one of those that has a, it's a double standard uh, when it comes to Elijah Cummings. Heck, he was saying the same thing that Donald John Trump was saying uh, just just a few years ago. Uh, he wasn't called uh, a, a, a tom or a racist or anything for saying that. What's changed? How come now? Uh, is it all, all, all bad to call Baltimore, which is a rat-infested place? A lot of it is. Uh, when Trump said and not Elijah Cummins. What's the difference here?
0: Because the American people, so we were, as the pendulum swings to the left, you know, this old saying, the pendulum will swing back to the right. It's not, it can't swing back to the right, because at the same time the pendulum is turning. So that American people have gotten used to this far left um, uh, news cycle, and they don't question it. You know, uh, CL, part of, the, part of the big problem of being free is that people get lazy, and they don't go do their homework. They don't look things up. They sit on their couch, and they send in $70 to try to build a wall, or uh, they, uh, they get mad because CNN said this, and so they turn it off, and they turn it back over onto Fox. The, the fact is the American people have gotten lazy, and they've gotten complacent, and their Second Amendment's getting taken away. The wrong people are being voted into office. And they literally don't question the the narrative that's being used, which is now being said that if you're – because I had a, a debate with Tamika Mallory. The only time I've ever walked out of an interview was with Lisa Evers, and Tamika Mallory was the other guest. And I said, I'm not going to sit here and let this little girl badmouth me and the president and call us white racist. Um, and, but that's the terminology that's being spread is that if you're white, you can be a racist, but if you, if you have different color skin, you cannot be because white is in a position of power. That is total malarkey, and the majority of things that are said by Donald Trump – well, I don't see – I haven't heard anything said by Donald Trump that's even remotely racist, but just like this manifesto, if somebody has white skin, the media and the politicians have made it, Uh, The narrative so that they can go out and say racist, 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 and people say, okay, they're racist. It's that
2: simple. And you know what? Uh, When I hear some of the comments, Jonathan T. Gillum, I am hearing uh, a a subliminal, and and of course now it is just absolutely blatant, attack on the Second Amendment rights, our gun rights, Americans. Uh, Is there a design to this? And and tell me if I'm crazy, but hey, man, I I don't think that these attacks are – you can't just dismiss them as something that the progressives themselves would not actually fund and initiate in order to cause the kind of chaos that Saul Alinsky does speak about in the unsettling of a society. Jonathan, uh, is there a, a, a march toward uh, disarming America? When did that start? And what can we expect to see from the Looney tune politicians when it comes to uh, gun rights and gun laws?
0: Well, this is disarming your citizenry has been a historical uh, tactic wherever the left springs up, and that's been through history since the left was around. The disarmed public is going to be a public that can't say uh, what they want to say and that can't question what they feel needs to be questioned. Because if you don't have a Second Amendment, uh, if you don't have a way to protect yourself, what happens next? The government can crack down, and they can seek retribution against you for opening your mouth. And that's why that's here. But I'll tell you, there's an article out just recently that, uh, and we put this up on JonathanTGilliam.com, which people can go to now and get news uh, articles, in my opinion, and stuff on there. But uh, Antifa members were going to meeting with Al Qaeda and ISIS over in Europe. Now, most people. I didn't even know that that occurred, and the news agency just skipped right over it. That's huge stuff. And and I believe that the reason why they don't promote that type of news and put that out there is because ultimately the news agency, the majority of them, are leftist. They are mouthpiece and echo chambers for the, the Democrat Party, which is really the Communist Party now. And I think what we're seeing is unified tactical maneuvers by these different groups to change the narrative, to say lies, um, and they use the same tactics. Now, don't I don't want moms to get mad at me, but, see, you know, when you go home and you're an adult and your mom tells you something over and over and over and over again because she sees that she wants you to do it this way, but now you're growing up and you want to do it that way, eventually you'll do it the way mom wants it
1: because yeah, they'll yeah, just rag
0: yeah. on you until you do it. <laughs> well, that's what they do. They just tell the same lies over and over and over again until people just say, okay, I guess that's the way it is now.
2: Stay there with me. Stay there with me, Jonathan. I want to bring you back uh, after uh, the break. You're listening to the C.L. Bryant Show live, coast to coast, border to border, over Red State, Red State Talk Radio, and all of the various platforms that replay our show throughout the day. We want to thank you for bringing us aboard and, of course, loving liberty. Traveling through Times Square, be sure to look up above Ripley's Believe It or or not, and right above Ripley's, believe it or not, is the Red State Talk billboard. Uh, for over a year now, the C.L. Bryant Show has been right there, and every day, twenty-four hours a day, uh, 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 every hour, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there. On that massive billboard, Jonathan T. Gilliam, the author of Sheep No More, and we're going to talk about that, is on with me. He gave me a special treat at the opening of the show. Good friend of both of ours, David Webb, one of the preeminent voices in America today and uh, in fact you can catch David in uh, the award winning blockbuster film that broke ground uh, gave birth to movements like uh, Walk Away and of course uh, the Blexit movement Runaway Slave. David Webb is featured prominently in that show and uh, he has been a friend of mine for low uh, these many years now and I want to thank him for his friendship. It was through him that I was able to Meet people like uh, Jonathan T. uh, Gillum, who's on with with me. And of course, our mutual friend uh, who is I think we all uh, aspire to grow up to be uh, like like him. uh, Sean Hannity. I was on with Sean last week. And I think David uh, did, in fact, host Sean's show uh, just last week as well. Sean will be on with me next week. Uh, Also, David Webb is going to be on with me. And today to kick all of that off is Jonathan T. Gillum. You folks in Tulsa, I'll be headed your way uh, here in just about 48 hours. Got a couple of events going on up there with FreedomWorks. Go to FreedomWorks.org, FreedomWorks.org. We are the largest grassroots organization in the nation boasting about six million activists just like you on the ground throughout the fruited plains. Go to freedomworks.org and find out how you can become a part of the great movement that is building the bridge to educating Americans on the principles of lower taxes in the free market system throughout our great land. I'm CL. I'll be back with Jonathan Teague. Gilliam when I return.
1: It high. Our hearts are bowing in
2: CL, throughout the fruited plains of America, thank all of you for coming along with us as we build this bridge to conversation daily right here on The CL Bryant Show. If you don't get both hours of the show, be sure to download free The CL Bryant Show app app on your favorite device. Go to the website uh, vclbryantshow.com and of course follow me on Twitter at Rev, R-E-V, at Rev C-L Bryant. My special guest here this hour is Jonathan Gilliam, special agent as well as former uh, Navy SEAL and he is the author of the book Sheep No More. Jonathan, when, uh, when we look at scripture and Jesus talks about about sheep he's not uh, flattering the human race because sometimes most times sheep if you know anything about them they can't find their way back home if they they get lost you know they're stupid and uh so so we're, we're we're trying to in jonathan's book and i've read this book it is telling you how to protect yourself and how not to be sheepish jonathan give us for deeper insight into that work that you have done sheep no more
0: well, I'll tell you, it was twenty over 20 years of service as an attacker, as a SEAL, and a defender in law enforcement. And uh, it, that 20 years of service turned into 20 years of research because when I was working as a, a contractor for a uh, security contractor for Homeland Security through an incredible company called AMTI, which had all these different uh, special forces guys working, um, I realized there was a huge disconnect between law enforcement and the civilians and how to protect themselves, that people were being taught more and more to say, to just sit back, not worry about threat assessments, just let law enforcement take care of it for you. But it doesn't really work that way. Uh, Law enforcement doesn't uh, overly predict where stuff's going to happen, and they're not there typically when it does. It's going to be you. And so I, I just gave the tools for people to be able to formulate a target package on themselves, We call those threat assessments in modern day, but the reality is it's a target package. And just like the, the, both of these shooters and the Col- – we can go all the way back to the Columbine shooters. They, these the Columbine shooters took a year to plan their uh, attack. Um, people don't just wake up typically. They do sometimes. But typically, mass shooters or terrorists or uh, burglars or robbers, they don't just wake up and say, I'm going to do this bad today. They, they literally spend time honing their craft. And so and planning these and picking specific targets based on critical areas, times and vulnerabilities that they can exploit and directing their avenues of approach. And, And people can do this themselves. And CL, it took six minutes for the cops to get to Walmart in El Paso. That's six minutes to a place that is a soft target every day, 365 days a year. Now, that just should not be the case. And it was a mystery to me until the sheriff put out a statement earlier today saying that El Paso was attacked by the Anglo man. Wow. And now I know just like, uh, Sheriff Israel down here in Broward County in uh, Florida, idiocracy, incompetency and racism is what stopped those cops. I can guarantee you, if I look at the policies of El Paso and their leaders, it's, the incompetency is what designed their tactics. There should always be a cop in or around the parking lot of Walmart, always. Yeah. And And so – here we go
2: again. Yeah, you know, you know, we, you know David, that that brings to- that brings uh, uh, Jonathan. That brings to mind, Jonathan. It brings to mind, Jonathan T. Gilliam is my special guest, author of the the book Blockbuster book. Sheep know more. Get your copy. And we're going to find out how to get a hold of Jonathan to come to a place near you, as well as how to get a hold of his work uh, when uh, before he's finished here with us in this interview. But Jonathan, you bring up something that uh, I talk about around around the nation. Uh, with mostly mostly white audiences, and hey, full disclosure, folks, those of you who may be tuning in for the first time, but I want to thank the many thousands of you who listen to us every day. But there are some I know that uh, join us fresh and new every day. I'm C. L. Bryant, and I'm a black conservative who happens to vote most of the time Republican. Uh, and on with me is a very good friend of mine. Both of us are Southerners. He's from Arkansas. I'm from Louisiana, and we understand a lot about America and how to over come some things that many parts of the the rest of the country are still wrestling with I believe simply because we are southerners and we come through a, a common experience uh, here in our in our journey here in America but Jonathan let me ask you about this 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 topic it's hot and that is it, it, it's not talked about in in the media a lot but we need to talk about it and that's white guilt how does the liberal media how how do progressives use that and you white folks listen listen up real good I know you're out there. I know you are. In fact, 90% of my audience is most likely uh, uh, white folks. So you listen, because there is a tool being used against you that you need to be aware of. And, hey, listen, you need not be running from this, because that's exactly what the progressive liberals want you to do, is run from uh, your own skin. Okay? Jonathan, how is white guilt playing into this when we talk about its use against the white male or the the white population in this country speak to it brother
0: well first of all i do have white skin but i have no guilt because of it i grew up extremely poor cl and really the common denominator amongst all colors i mean the reality is i can't uh differentiate you from me based on the color of your skin. I can say we grew up similar in similar circumstances. We had uh, similar religious up, upbringings. So we are similar in nature in the way that we think. Our skin color has little to do with that. It has nothing to do with it except for the cultures in which we may have grown up where, uh, where we existed. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, <laughs> the reality is with this is that when it comes to uh, – Uh, all the things that we see on a daily basis about this white guilt and this and that, it's a narrative. Okay. It's a narrative. It's different from racism back in the sixties where people who had dark skin were judged because of the color of their skin, not because of the content of their character or their ability or their intelligence or lack thereof. They were judged solely because of the color of their skin. But what you see now is a narrative and it's a narrative that is being used to diminish uh, anyone and anybody's power or, or – and I'm not talking about white power. I'm talking about uh, you know in business or in stature, in politics or anything. It's another tool that they're using to create division in the country, which is a Saul Alinsky tactic that you just talked about a minute ago. That's all it is. There has there racism that we have today is nothing like it was before. It's not pure racism that does exist in some places. You'll never be able to get rid of it. But overall, the racism that you see today is a manufactured problem. Otherwise, you and I wouldn't be talking, and I wouldn't have just gotten off another radio show, sitting in his high rise in Miami with David Webb. You know, <laughs> it's it's a manufactured problem that the Democrats use. And it's not just Democrats, it's around the world, CL. This is a global issue. And this thing is being used now because we went so far as to start mending the problem. They bring the problem back and they handle it. It's called the Hegelian dialect. Yeah. Problem, uh, you create the problem, you handle the solution, and then you offer an outcome. That's what they're doing.
2: Now, about four or five months ago now, the president was warning all of us about an impending crisis at the border. And uh, people like Don Lemon and Jim Acosta, they were saying that that uh, you just used the word manufacturing would pop this into my mind. Uh, They said that that crisis was manufactured and they used that as a hammer to say that Donald John Trump was trying to gin up votes Uh, by using that type of mantra. When we look at what's happening at the border, why is it so easy for progressive liberals to be chameleons when it comes to throwing rocks and then hiding their hands when we find out that the glass is really broken? And down at the border, I've been down there. uh, In fact, our president from FreedomWorks, Works. Adam Brandon was just down there. We did a mini-documentary down there. He did a mini-documentary down there. And, folks, it's broken, but it, it, it has nothing to do with racism. It has to do with an invasion that's going on at our southern borders. Jonathan, you got to speak and bring some, some, some clarity and some dog on uh, intelligence to the American people as far as how this was all set up. How is it possible that Hondurans, Guatemalans, and even Mexico are still invading our border at this late date, and how is it that Trump is being attacked for trying to fix it when other presidents have not? Jonathan T.
0: Okay, these are tactics, and this is what people need to realize. There's a war going on in this country, but it's a subversive war. And a subversive war, quite often, what they do is they use a tactic where they create a problem, and then they blame the other side for that problem But the problem is the other side can do little to manage the problem because it's being managed already by the people who created it. And that's what's happening at the border. What they're doing is they're using propaganda and rhetoric and echo chambers throughout the liberal media, the leftist, not liberal, leftist media, communist media, socialist media, globalist media, whatever you want to call it. They're using that voice. To blame Donald Trump, at the same time, they are working hand-in-hand with leftist activists that are shipping these people to the border. I I worked for five years as a SEAL in and out of Central South America, four years in and out of Central South America. There's no way that somebody from Honduras or Guatemala in groups, huge groups, we're talking hundreds and and if not thousands of people, could make their way to the border – In in a rapid amount of time, a lot of these people who come over from Guatemala or Colombia and stuff, it takes weeks for them to get here. And it's one or two of them, and they're being driven in a truck uh, or they're taking some kind of mass uh, transportation that's being provided by the coyotes. But these people are being given money, food, they're being put on big uh, buses, and bus to the border, to create the illusion that there is this massive movement like in Syria where there's a war going on. That is not the case. These people grew up poor. They know poverty, and they live in poverty their whole lives. That's the way it is in South America. They don't have enough money to travel from one town to the other, let alone to the border in a week. It's not possible.
2: Wow, and think so this about is it. a
0: manufactured problem.
2: Think about it, folks. The left
0: is manufacturing it. The left is controlling it. And they blame Donald Trump, who can't do anything about it, except he could do something about it, uh, which I do believe he needs to be more aggressive in putting the military down there and building this wall. But overall, he didn't create the problem they did, and that's why they're able to manage the rhetoric.
2: Think about what he's just said, folks. I mean, that, that is, isn't it logical? Doesn't it make sense that people who have lived in, poor, in poverty, in squalor, uh, from countries that the president referred to as blank hole uh, countries, uh, we do send money, too. And and that's another question we need to ask. Where's the money that we send to Honduras and Guatemala for them to stay at home? It's been stolen or it's been wasted. That's what's happening with a lot of your, your tax dollars. Uh, before we go any further with our uh, conversation here today with Jonathan T. Gilliam. Jonathan, tell the folks how to get a hold of your work and how to get you to a church, synagogue, civic uh, center where they are so that you can speak these truths to them personally and how to access your books and your work.
0: I think it's very simple now. I just go to JonathanTGilliam.com. All the links to my social media are there. You can go to the section on books, and they can look at the the book, Sheep No More, The Art of Awareness and Attack Survival. I have two workbooks that go with it. I've got a kid's book that's coming out so you can train your kids uh, in security and awareness. Um, And if somebody wants me to come and speak at their church, synagogue, um, and and I I tried to do this, believe it or not, SEAL. I went around here because I've been traveling the country in my RV Meeting with people and doing book signings and stuff. I tried to get preachers to allow me to come in, give me five, give me ten, give me fifteen minutes of their sermon time, and let me and how to protect themselves in case something happens to forward think it. And the preachers will not give up that time. They will wow. not give up that time. I even offered to come in and sell the book, and for twenty bucks, and give five dollars to the, for each book to the church, and they won't give up their time. It comes down to egos of the preachers. So that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, But I'd be more than willing to come and do that.
2: Go ahead. It can be. It can be. And hey, listen, let me let me set this up for you for folks. Jonathan, you know I, I, that I speak in churches on college campuses around this nation. And I'm, I just had this flash. Uh, it would be great, folks. And I want you all of y'all to think about this. You talk to your pastors, talk to your civic leaders in your cities about it, because you can get a real good dose of liberty and freedom. And of course, uh, when I'm coming in, we're going to talk about the good news of Jesus Christ as well as the good news of America, uh, too. Why don't we We have Jonathan T., uh, C.L. Bryant, David Webb, and uh, Will Cow. my good buddy Will Cow. Hey, wouldn't that be a gangbuster of a lineup? We'll all bring our books and and, and, and stuff to to, uh, have for you there. And uh, I'm telling you, we could make a fantastic day of it. I'll be talking to Jonathan T., David, and Andrew about this uh, as uh, time goes on. I'll even talk to FreedomWorks about, hey, how about putting something together like this so that we can... And have a tour, an American tour of these four faces that, in fact, are indeed carrying this type of message. You haven't heard uh, that uh, this type of uh, uh, talk on your radio uh, and television programs. That's why you listen to shows like mine. That's why you listen to shows like Jonathan Gillum and David Webb and Andrew Wilkow. That's why you listen to Hannity and, and those types of people is because I'm telling you, they are not giving you the full story. We're going to return with Jonathan T. Gilliam when I return because we want to know Who's coming across that border? Now, Jonathan knows these types of things. He's studied these types of things 20 years. It's just not Latin Americans coming across that border. That border being as porous as it is, is allowing for others who certainly mean us harm uh, coming across. They're coming across that border, too. Have you had you heard that Aftifa had met with ISIS and other subversive groups in this nation? In order, I'm sure, to get funding and backing uh, for their antics that are coming up in 2020. Michelle has uh, Judge Jeanine uh, Pirro, who is coming on the show. It's going to be a gangbuster lineup next week. And we're kicking it off here this week with Jonathan T. Gillum. And uh, had you heard that uh, Antifa had met with them? Of course you hadn't. You're not going to be hearing it on those types of platforms. Tune in to shows like ours. And, hey, download free the C.L. Bryant Show app. All the shows are cataloged there. Everybody has been on the show, from my good buddy Glenn Beck to Sean Hannity. And, of course, we're having on lineups like Jonathan T., David Webb, Janine Pirro uh, on this show almost on a weekly basis. And I certainly want to make sure that we are prepared for what we must face and the hill we have to take in 2020. We have to make certain that the message of uh, America is remaining uh, firm and, of course, steadfast As we try to take back the House from Nancy Pelosi and the Socialist Democrats and also maintain hold on to the Senate increasing seats there if the Republicans in seats have the courage the fortitude to stay the course. We're going to return here shortly. You're listening to the C.L. Bryant show coast to coast border to border emanating from within the borders of the greatest nation on the face of the planet the greatest success story the world has ever known and that is America don't you go anywhere we're gonna be back here shortly with more of the show you thought I was worth saving so you came and changed Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the helping
0: hand. And for the flag I stand.
2: That was D-Rock's latest release, I Am An American. I was blessed to lend my voice to the opening of his new hit song, I Am An American. Get it wherever music is sold. That's by uh, Blockbuster artist D-Rock. And uh, hey, folks, let me say this to you. The show today is absolutely Blockbuster as well. Special guest, Jonathan T. Gilliam author of the book sheep no more he was saying to us that the the border is porous and of course uh, these hondurans and guatemalans cannot possibly on their own make their way to america without the help of somebody And you know that to be true. It just common sense has to tell you that's true. But, Jonathan, the question that I have for you, who else might be coming across those borders as well? Talk to us, friend.
0: Oh, well, mixed in with there. I mean, look, if Antifa is going to meet with uh, ISIS and Al-Qaeda and Antifa is like the armed uh, hand of the Democrat Party, then I can guarantee you that the people that they were meeting with are probably going to be coming over as well. In fact, we know that they are, uh, that they've had uh, jihadists, they've had MS-13 gang members, um, they've had uh, children that have been kidnapped and trafficked so that they can come up to the border and act like they're a parent and get a softer, uh, cuddlier feeling uh, or uh, pass through by Border Patrol. I mean – this is the problem, CL, is that, again, the rhetoric that everybody hears is that kids are in cages. They don't also understand that, as the uh, the former Border Patrol director said in front of uh, AOC, is that, CL, if, if you're caught drinking and driving, which I know would never happen, and you have a kid in the car with you, you're going to be separated from that kid. It actually is. They're not just going to say, oh, well, you have a kid, so go ahead and keep on driving, just be careful. That's not what's going to happen. And it's the same thing here. You're letting people come in. They're not vetted. We don't know who they are. It's a proven historical fact that jihadists and criminals and drug dealers come across the borders, and that's what the problem is, is that the rhetoric, once again, by the left is – Uh, causing uh, national security problems for us to stop this. And here's what I want for everybody to take away today. This terminology, the totality of the circumstances. When you see a political group that is this powerful, that's ingrained with the media, this powerful, and these are the things that they're doing, the totality of those circumstances, when you add those all together, it's not just one politician. It's not just four ladies that call themselves uh, the squad it's not just nancy pelosi it's the totality of all those people and the things that they do it's communist in nature it's subversive and they are lying to the american people because they are trying to destroy our free way of life so that they can have power over the people that's what it is
2: wow and folks it is true It is absolutely true. You can see it happening with your own eyes. And you see the lies about it coming from the progressive liberal camp, the socialist Democrat camp. You see them lying about it. The question has to be, how is it possible that 22 candidates running against the incumbent president of the United States are all mostly singing the same song, except those who really don't have a chance? To do anything, but those who are uh, so-called front runners, if there is uh, such a thing in the Democrat Party right now, uh, are singing the same thing. The question that I have for you now, Jonathan T, is: Is, is Joe Biden somebody who is one and done? Who is? Uh, he, 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 can we stick a fork in him? Is he done? He, is he being cast off as somebody who will never ever be considered as the nominee of the Democrat Party? Who, who, who are you seeing? What, what are you seeing uh, developing in that? Campaign?
0: whoever it's basically it comes down to this i believe and i think there's historical precedence to show this on either side of the party with the exception of donald trump whoever the establishment wants the establishment's going to get and if they want joe biden well they're going to get joe biden so you can't count him out now i don't know what the establishment wants i know that the old guard which is nancy pelosi um, and all those people They don't want to move as fast as AOC and the rest of these new, um, you know, they're all far left, but these new rapidly moving uh, communists and Islamists. So the old guard would probably rather have uh, Joe Biden or Elizabeth Warren or somebody like that. The new people want somebody who's far left and wants to move fast and make, you know, come in and make sweeping changes. So that's where it goes down to. But ultimately, it's going to be uh, what the establishment and the Democrat Party wants. That's who's going to get it. That's what always happens. Not, the, people who think, CL, people who think their vote counts in the Democrat Party and to an extent in the Republican Party are kidding themselves because the DNC and the RNC are private companies, they are not government entities. And when you think about that, And you realize that these caucuses and primaries are nothing more than board meetings for private companies. If the voters don't vote the way they want it, then the the voters. Uh, the, the establishment's going to go around the voters. That's what they did last year with Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders.
2: Got about six and that's minutes. What they'll do in this election. Got about six minutes left in the interview with Dave, Jonathan T. Gillum. Jonathan T. Gillum is my special guest, uh, special agent, and uh, former Navy SEAL. Navy SEAL Jonathan Gillum. He's the author of the book "Sheep No More." Jonathan, one more time, tell the folks how to get a hold of you and your work. Uh, if they want you to come to a city or state near them and how to get a hold of your uh, book, Sheep No More.
0: They just go to com. They can click on all my social media links. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And uh, they can click on the section that says books. They can order the books there. They can even read a little synopsis about the books. And they can get all their news on that website as well. So we've kind of just taken everything and got a professional service to go in and redo this website where you have news. I have writers. uh, I do in every story that goes on there, I have input in that story. And so that's where people need to go. It's com.
2: Last question for you today, Jonathan, and uh, got to have you back real soon, man. It's been much too long. But this is the question. How is it possible that a uh, Alexandria Cartes, cortez uh, Presley, uh, Omar, or Tlaib, how is it possible that the rise of such lunacy, the, lo- the rise of such progressive ideas can become so dominant in a once? Even though disagree with them, uh, but it was once a venerable party that you could at least talk to. But, but now uh, it looks as though they're taking their cues from upstart socialists. How did this happen? What do you attribute, uh, and I call it a phenomenon, it's just phenomenal, uh, the rise of these uh, fascist uh, socialist individuals in the Democrat Party? What do you attribute it to? Talk to us.
0: Well, it's, it's not uh, an anomaly. It was – what happened was, again, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, all these people believed the exact same thing that AOC and all them believed. But because they created and, – and you think that this just started the Democrat Party, but it didn't. It's just that they went very slowly in the way that they allowed the shift to happen because – That old guard knows if you try to change things too quickly, it's not going to work. So they went very, very slow in causing the change. The problem is that in, in secreting in or introducing the leftist ideology to the Democrat Party to the extreme that they have, they opened up the door for young people to say, we want it now, because that's the way millennials are. We want it now. And so in comes through the open door, which Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all these other leftists and the Republican Party allowed to be open, in came these fast-moving leftists. So that's the anomaly that you see. We're just seeing it from the ground level. But when you step up, like I'm looking at a high-rise right now, and you, you stand there and you look at the ocean, you look at, man, these waves are really big, or you know it, it looks like I could swim out this far or whatever it looked like that far, you go up. On a high level, and you can look at it and you're like, man, the ocean is enormous, and that's way out there. And that's the, the thing is we're looking at the perspective like we're looking at a wall right up next to it, and it's got a big picture on it. We have to step back and look at the totality of the circumstances, and that is that Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, the Democratic Party have been a leftist party for almost as long as they've existed – It's just that they moved very slowly in introducing progressive ways. And now they open the door for these people who are running like track superstars.
2: Absolutely right. And, hey, man, I know you and David are down there in Miami, and i got to tell you, folks, Miami is always a place filled with great sights, great fun, and great food. And, uh, listen, you just mentioned about swimming out uh, into the ocean and so forth. You know Shark Week is just finished, so you and David be very careful uh, swimming out into the oceans there in South Beach. And, and, and But listen, man, thank you so much. And, and, hey, stay out of trouble. Stay out of trouble. And, and thank you so much for being oh, on. I'm out of w- trouble, man. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being on with me. God bless you, and God keep you is my prayer for you. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will uh, because you are fighting the good fight. Jonathan T. Gillum, author of the book, Sheep No More. Pick it up. Read how. How to protect yourself and your family by observing your surroundings, man. It's always great to be on with you. Thank you again. And we'll talk to you real soon on the trail. Jonathan.
0: You got it, my brother. Live fast because you never know when life's going to end and you don't want to end up at the end saying, I wish I had more time to do God's work. Live fast.
2: You betcha. You betcha. Thank you. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. That was my good buddy, Jonathan T. Gilliam. And he threw in, as we say here in Louisiana, a little lanyap with it at the top of the show. We had on with us there in studio uh, with him was my good buddy, David web of the David Webb show, Sirius XM Patriot. Every day he's on. One of the preeminent voices in uh, America. Be sure to tune him in as well. We're going to have David on with us next week. Also next week, uh, Judge Jeanine Pirro is going to be on. Sean Hannity is going to be on with us. So you just make certain that you stay tuned to Red State Talk Radio and the various other platforms that our show comes on throughout the Fruited Plain. Also, Loving Liberty. want to thank them. For bringing us into their family. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. Coast to coast. Border to border. And uh, right here within the boundaries of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is uh, America. Um, it's a great day in the USA. It's going to get even better. We have a lot to talk about after the news break, after the top of the hour here on the show. Uh, if you're not following me on Twitter, go to Rev R E V C L Bryant. I'm doing something uh, is sponsored uh, by Freedom Works. It's called Real Talk with uh, C L Bryant. Real talk with CL Bryant. And uh, hey, we laid in to Elijah Cummins and that Baltimore situation. Tlaib and Omar are coming up next week uh, when we release that at Rev, R E V, CL Bryant. Go there and become uh, one of uh, my followers on Twitter. Thank you so much for making us as popular as we have become. We'll return after the news break.